welcome back. It's the end of the first semester. We did it. We made it. Um, it was a good one. I enjoyed it. Uh, it's um, it's been good getting to know the students, and and we're kind of moving along. I know some people were saying that you know this year is different. It's weird, and I, I don't know. It felt normal. You know, it's my year long classes are kind of where they are need to be in terms of how we get along and work together. Um, at this time of the year, you know, early on in the year, they're very, you know, skittish and who's this guy and uh, I don't even know if I like world history. So it's good to see that change. They're getting more um, willing to be open about the concerns they have for class or just in life in general. And I can help or point them in the direction as needed. Uh, my economics class ended for the semester, which is a little bittersweet, I'll be honest, because it's... Um, it's nice to have a, a new subject to teach, and it's nice to have a semester-long class. I've never really done that before, but it's also kind of like a bummer because now they go on, and I um, may not get to see them for quite a bit, and there was a really good group. I really enjoyed the the group I had this first semester for economics and had some, had some leave with uh, really kind words about how they felt about class and how I handled things, and that was really good to see, and I, I wish them the best because there were some really cool people in there, just thoughtful and curious. And I think, you know, you don't always get grades for that, but that's going to be something that helps out later on in life. So, yeah, hope they drop by and say hi from time to time when they have the chance. Uh, my speakeasy group had one last meeting Friday after school and had a few students swing by and. It was just, once again, it's really cool listening to teenagers. If you get past their emotionality sometimes or their lack of um, argumentation skills where sometimes they just get louder and faster, instead just listen to what they're trying to say. Listen to the problems they're seeing and you can learn a lot from them. Also, just letting them know that their intuition isn't always wrong. Um, so I had a good hour or so chat with a few students after school, sipping on some coffee and hot chocolate and... Hopefully they'll uh, feel comfortable enough to come back on uh, in January in the next round of our little speakeasy symposium, I guess. But I kind of want to continue on and invite my wife in here because I started this school year with thinking about how it's going to be different being a teacher and a parent on campus because I've been a teacher and I've been a parent, but I've not been both on the campus. So... Uh, I talked about what I felt about it, but I kind of want to bring her in and see how she felt this year. So we had a, well, first off, my wife, Mrs. Farm, she's a theater teacher at the, at the high school. Hello. Um, so we had a unique experience this year. We have our son on campus with us, and we've talked about this for years, but also just the idea of we've been a teacher and we've been parents for a while, but we've never been like teacher parent. And uh, so going into this semester, how did you think it was going to be having our son on campus? I thought it was just we were going to be aware of what was happening and we may not even see each other. But in the summer, things definitely changed because he asked for a schedule change and he is officially a student in my class as well. So that was kind of a fun, interesting curveball. And I thought as a student in my class, I may have trouble personally separating mom and teacher, but it turns out it's way easier than I thought it was. And some of my teacher coworkers who are kind of older mentors, they have also had their children in their classes. And so I 
kind of talked to them about, hey, what's it like? And they said it was honestly one of their best years ever because they really got to see their kid in a new light and their, their kid got to see them in a new light too, which was awesome. So you did talk to people before about yes. like what this would be like having your son in class? Yes. And so you didn't go into it thinking like, oh my gosh, this could be bad? I Well, part of me does or did um, because I was not sure if I would be able to separate um, maturely the mom-student role or mom-teacher role. And then also I was nervous about, um, you know, like parent communication, like would I sound like an idiot when you got the emails or um, would like just if I had any teacher errors or mistakes, how that would come across because he would be bringing that home too, talking about how horrible his teacher was in class or how she handled the situation poorly, things like that, that, you know? That has been a little bit of a running joke in the house of like, um, get an announcement from the theater teacher about a performance or a production opportunity coming up. And it's just like, oh, wow, she's sending emails late at night, geez, or early in the morning. So um, yeah, we've had those little jokes here and there. Okay, so Going into it, you were leaning towards it was going to be a good thing, but you had some worries that you thought you might need to keep aware of. Because like you said, we didn't know this was going to happen. Originally, he was going to be in marching band and in cross country, and he decided, like schedule-wise, maybe the cross country needs to wait. Since And he decided, we just emailed the counselor, and they were just put him in his next, you know, preference list elective, and come to find out that was your theater one class. So you just finished a first semester with as a, as a teacher-parent how, how has it been going? I love it. It's probably, like my teacher friend suggested, it's been one of my favorite times actually with our son because we have that common shared experience. I think he understands more of what I do, and it's fun watching him interact with all these other peers and just how he handles himself in class and what others perceive him to be. But also it's been cool to see him embrace opportunities like he has been involved in the program as much as his schedule would allow and he's hungry for the things that are offered. So that is also just personally very exciting for me. Yeah, because um, he was, like a lot of our marching band students, he was very busy the first few months of school and um, and they did a great job with that and he was really excited and we glad he had those opportunities. Um, but yeah, most recently opportunity, the school is doing a musical. Um, they do that every couple of years and he when didn't really expect it, but he decided to audition for the show, and he um, and quite a few other students m made the cast. So um, that's next step for you. You you are not just teacher; you are now director, musical director. Yes. So and rehearsals have started. Yes, and he he will on the drive home. He will talk about the fun that he is having, and so that's fun because I get to experience it basically two ways as a parent hearing her kid talk about what he did through the day, but also as the teacher with student response so I can be better or more prepared in my actual job. So it's it's been great. The feedback from you, from him, has been awesome. So uh, not as much to worry about as maybe you originally thought? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm also kind of doing this selfishly because, you know, next year he'll be a sophomore, and who knows, he may be in my world history class or something like that, so I'm getting pointers now? I would say it it really has been the best. And like one of my favorite times of day personally with him is when he'll come and I greet students at the door shaking their hands. He'll go, hello, Mrs. Farnham. And then I'll extend my hand and we'll shake and I'll go, hello, student. And we just both have a smile. He'll call me 
by my last name in class. And again, it's it was way easier to separate the hats than I thought. Way easier. Well, and I would say that's good for everyone because we we've always been thoughtful about that. It's just the the roles and the, what's going on. Um, even before he got up to the high school, um, because he's a, a teacher's kid, which I've been experienced as a preacher's kid, and sometimes preachers' kids can um, you know take a little bit of ownership of the school or of the of the church. And I feel like you, as a teacher's kid, and us, that was something we and we've seen colleagues like that where students just kind of run around the place like they own it, and then they get there to the building, and they're, I'll be honest, they're kind of buttheads, because they think because their parents work there that they get special treatment. So that was something we always wanted to avoid and uh, make sure we drew lines. Like, this is our workplace. This is your place to go to school. And so I'm uh, I'm glad we did we did the thought, like the work of that leading up. Uh, hopefully that's what's made it a little easier transition for all of us as well. Yes, for sure. Um, but I, I, like I said, I'm really, really enjoying this year and our relationship has never been better and lighter because we have so many shared jokes or common experiences now. And it's just fun to see him grow and mature because I would, in all seriousness, even if you weren't taking my class, I would want him to take a class like mine or that got him up regularly to perform in front of people or speak in front of people. And so it really has been cool to also watch him develop and mature in that skill set because he is going to need it for life. So that's also a b- added bonus. All right. Well, thanks for coming on to the podcast. No problem. It's going to be a long road back home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, well, it's technically Christmas break, so we are going to go relax and as always, have a day.